Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We bless the name of the Lord. I thank God for today. I believe that God is going to do great things in our life this morning. I believe that there is going to be a message for you this morning. And I know that God is alive and he's fighting for those love him. Amen. I want us to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless you for your love and mercies. May the wisdom of God be filled in us, O oh God. May we not be people of fear, but may we be steadfast, steadfast in you, O oh God. May we not be moved by the wind of fear of this earth, but may we be rather have hope and joy in you. I bless you in the name of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I have entitled the message Fear of Illness. Fear of Illness. That is a topic I'm going to preach about today. And uh, we I'm talking about fear of illness. Yeah, when somebody or when there's pestilence around a lot of people are afraid. Example as the coronavirus is in the system now. Fear and panic is everywhere. Even in, in uh, among the children of God, those who have the promise, they are also afraid. Which the Bible will always tell us not to be afraid. But most are forgotten about the promises of God. That is for them. So they are being afraid. That is why I want to make this message to remind us that we don't have to fear. We listen, precaution, you taking precautions or being careful is different different from you being afraid. Understand? I'm also indoors, I'm taking precautions, but it does not mean that I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. So that's why I'm just trying to let the people know. But there are people who are afraid, even though they are indoors, they are so scared, they, are, they, they don't even want to go outside their own gates, they don't want to touch anything in their own house, they are so much afraid. But today I want to make this message for us to know that we don't have to be afraid. You taking precautions is good. You take precautions, you wash your hands. It's something even the Bible talks about. That cleanliness is next to godliness. That you have to be clean. Yeah, there are normal things that you have to do that the Bible even talks about. Last time when you read the book of Isaiah chapter um, chapter 26. The Bible also talks about that in the Bible. Uh, I think 24, Isaiah 24, there about... The Bible talks about it. it said that um, when the pestilence was there, the Bible said that they should be you should be indoors till the pestilence is over, till the wrath of God has been taken away. So even it advises that when there are things like this, you should be indoors. And not only that, you should also be clean and neat. That is also the word of God. But you don't have to be afraid. Amen. And that is what I'm going to talk about today. Fear of illness. Well, let's read Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. That fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will hold you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Understand? He said that you should not fear. He said, fear not. 
for I am with you. He is with you in everything, in every way. And I'm going to talk about some common scripture that we always say when we're children. In Psalm 23 verse 4, he said that, Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and staff will comfort us. Even though we walk through the valley of shadow of death, valley of death, valley of shadow of death, is the midst of troubles, a midst of problems, a midst of calamity, a midst of something that you know that can kill you. You walk close to it. A shadow is, you know that this is the, like, let me make an example. Death is here, and you know that this thing can take you to death. That is a shadowing of the death. It's around you. But you are walking close to it. But you believe and you know that you are walking through the valley of shadow of death, but you will not fear the evil that will come from the shadow of death. You are walking in a world of full of sicknesses, coronavirus, Ebola, and all kinds of diseases, but you are not afraid of that evil because it's evil. Sickness is evil. The Bible always lets us understand that the devil came to kill, to, uh, the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But God came to give life. So anything that comes to kill you is not of God because God does not kill. God is love. In the Old Testament, in the olden days, God used to kill when he's angry. But in this era, God does not kill. The God that we are serving is a loving God, a kind God. Our own evil desires brings affliction. He does not afflict us. He always hopes. He said the Bible says that he does not like the death of a, an unbeliever. He does not like the death of a sinner. So God will not bring affliction because of sinners to kill sinners. Because he doesn't even like the death of sinners. He wish each and every one of us will repent. Hallelujah. So, I'm preaching today that even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, death is closer to you. Coronavirus is all around in your streets. You don't know who have it, but you know it is so close to you. But you will not fear the evil, for you are with me. God is with you. And his word, the word of God, will comfort you in this time. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand that you don't need to fear. Fear disarmed the army of God. Yesterday I was talking about this thing. Fear disarmed the army of God. Fear will pull you down. Fear will allow the thing that you are the thing that is you are f- afraid of to truly work on you when you start to fear. But when you fear not and you have your hopes and trust in God, God will lead you through it. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. He said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. Hallelujah. This is a lovely scripture. Say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. He didn't say with some of your heart, but with all your heart. Trust in him. If you trust in God, you will not fear. Anyone that is a child of God that is still living in fear has not really gotten to know God, has not really trusted God. Because if you trust something, then you hope all your hopes are in it, and you know that that thing can save you. But if you are afraid, 
even though you have a promise, then you should check your work with God very well. You should check it very well. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Most of us are leaning on our own understanding. Understanding our own mind. Oh, if I'm going here, it may catch me. Oh, if if um, I touch this, it may catch me. If it's understanding. But when you trust in the Lord, you don't fear to the extent that even you are in your own room, that nobody is coming and you are fine and secure, but you are feeling insecure in your own room. That is fear. That is fear. But when you trust in the Lord, don't lean on your understanding. Oh, they said that if you drink this thing, you'll be fine. You said that if you drink this thing, you'll be fine. They said that if you drink, um, to the extent that the, someone who is calling himself a pastor has given church members debtor, which killed 40 members. How can you give debtor to somebody? Debtor is for outside thing cleaning your hands and bathing but this is the case that the person gave debtor to them to drink and because they are so much afraid they are understanding they are thinking was not even working that they took the debtor and drank it not reading the prescriptions or the ratings about it that or the warnings that the cautions that it kills when it goes inside of you and 40 people died because their trust was not in the lord hallelujah but when you trust in the Lord with all your heart, and you don't lean on your own understanding, God will say that word, in all your ways I will, uh, acknowledge him, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he would make your path straight. When you read Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, I'm just quoting scriptures and explaining. He said that, do not be anxious about anything. Don't be worried about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So, you should not be a worried person. You should not be a fearful person. You should not fear anything. You should not be worried about anything. You should not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer, oh, there's sickness around. Father Lord, you already said, your word says you already protected me. And I know you have covered me with so many promises. And I believe in you. This is a sickness going around. I bring it before you and I thank you for delivering me. You thank God because you already have the promise. So it's not now that you come to look at that I break this sickness, I break that sickness. You have it. Just confess it and declare it and just thank God for the protection. And as you said that word, do not be anxious, but in anything, in everything, put in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known to known to God. This is my request, oh God. And I thank you for listening to my prayer. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ. The peace of God. The peace of God. People are worried. anxious. Anxiety gives you, it punishes you. Because you are, you, you getting worried, depresses you. But when you understand these things the peace of God which will give you understanding which surpasses all other understanding will guide you in how to behave it will guide your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus how your, your mind should think and how your heart to follow it
in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, he says that, For God gave us the spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. He did not give you a spirit of fear. He gave you power. Where there is power, there shouldn't be fear. When you have power, there shouldn't be fear. That is why when Daniel, um, that's when, when David went to meet Goliath, no matter how Goliath was so strong and tall, David was never ever afraid because he knew the power he had which was backing him up. It's not about the stature, it's not about your, your, your muscles, but it's about what you carry in the spirituality, the anointing you carry, the promises you carry. It's not about the sickness has killed millions of people. It's about what is backing you. Is this stronger than what is before you? That's what you have to look at. Because you are more than a conqueror. That's what the Bible said. You're more than a conqueror. And God did not give you fear. He gave you power. John 14, 27. He said that, Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. You should not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Said, I have given you peace. The peace I've given to you is not a peace in the world. Oh, when you take this vitamin A, vitamin Q, vitamin D, vitamin whatever, um, you'll be fine. It will at least protect you and preserve you. The people who are even telling you, they are not even sure. I had a testimony of one of the coronavirus people, one, one patient who has who is recovering, has not recovered, but recovering. He was saying that the doctor told him that he should pray. When his, the thing started, he said that <laughs> we have done everything, but we cannot God get a cure. So the only thing you have to do is you pray to your God. The doctor tell him to pray to your God, and you realize that then there's something serious because it's above his understanding. He said that you just have to pray that your God saves you. Understand? The peace I live with you. The peace of God is with you because he has promises you protections. So you just have to be in peace. My peace I give to you, not as the world will give you. The world will may tell you and pamper you and talk something to you just to calm you down so that you don't panic. But that is not the kind of peace God is giving to us. He's giving us peace with assurance. Not people trying to butter, put butter on your soul just for you to feel better in, some, in just a short time. And at the end of the day, after the, the, the butter has dissolved, then you start feeling the burning again. No, but God is giving you that peace and assurance because he has a permanent solution. He wants you to know that eh, I am giving you this as a true peace and nobody can give you this peace. Not as the word gives to you, but what I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Your heart should not be troubled over these circumstances, over this problem, over whatever that is going on. You should not. Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 8. It is the Lord who gives, it is the Lord who goes before you. Sorry. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. My last scripture, then I'll just end it here. Or maybe in my last two scriptures. He said that in the, in the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, he said, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And who, 
whoever feared has not been perfected in love. Now let me explain this. Most people don't understand this. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. When you love God, when you are in love with God, there is no fear. When I love someone or I love something, I have no insecurity. I have no fear. I remember when I was getting married and I'm traveling to far out of country and everything. Most people were asking me questions. The place you are going is far and your relationship with the person has not been so much. What if the person do like this to you or whatever? But I was following love and not only love but instruction and what God has directed me to. So I'm already in love with the person because God has assured me of this person. So as I was taking the step, I took steps with full of love and full of assurance that this is what I want and this is what I'm going for. And I was without what? Fear. That is why if you look at the cases, there are so many people that are running to, into running boys and girls around the world just because their parents were not um, uh, accepting those marriages, but because they are in love, they just run away. I'm not saying that it's a good thing to do, but I'm just trying to show you how love is strong. How love can make people take decisions that sometimes you sit down and you think is a very crazy decision. People are killing yourself for love. What? Perfect love. That's why somebody can climb a three, four, five, six story building. Just because somebody he loves left there, he will jump from the story building and come and land on the ground. But in your normal common sense, when you take me to a third, fourth, six story building to jump, I'll fear to jump. Why will I jump? It's a fear. But because of the love, it casts out the fear. So when you have love for God, it casts out every fear because your trust is in that person. Your trust is in God fully that you know that God will not disappoint you. You trust him 100%. So it casts your trust for him, casts out the fear of anything because you know that he will protect you. Perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. When any time you have fear, there is punishment. Let me explain it to you. A married woman, a married man who feels insecure with his with his husband or wife, he is not punishing the husband. He is punishing, or he or she is punishing herself. Because every time you feel insecure, fear, what is he going to? Who is he talking to? Who is he chatting with? You want to check his phone. Why? It's putting, it's punishing your own self. Because you are worried, you are afraid that this person may leave you. So anytime somebody, a lady is feeling insecure, that person's love herself is not perfected. You have no proof, but you are feeling insecure. Then... The problem is not with the man or the woman, but the problem is you. Because your love has not been perfected. Because if your love is perfected, and your love, you have a true love for that person, insecurity will not come into your mind. That is why some ladies who love somebody so much will be in a situation that when they tell, people tell them that your husband is doing it, they say, I don't believe he can never do that. Because her love is so perfected that he trusts that this person can never do it. Let me give you an example of... Um, 
this news I had one actor American actor he got the coronavirus but their wife was not having the virus but when the wife got to know they said that you are taking your husband into quarantine he doesn't have to be close to people so that he doesn't spread it the wife said that we are one flesh we married and we became one flesh and if he's going to get well I want to get well with him if he will not get the cure and he's going to die then I want to die with him because we are one flesh and this is the time that he needs me the more I should not desert him this time that he needs me that because he has a virus I should desert him and live somewhere else for him to live somewhere else the lady went to stay with his husband in his own house. He locked the gate to stay together. Later on, she went to check the following week to find out if he has caught the virus. She was ready to get the virus and she wanted to see if I have really gotten the virus. It's not that she was afraid of the virus. Somebody would have been afraid. She said, I'm not afraid of the virus. I want to also have the virus so that we both can do the quarantine together in the room. So she herself put herself to get the virus not like the way people most of us are running not to get the virus she herself availed herself to be affected by the virus so that she can stay with her husband and now she has the virus and both of them are indoors doing their quarantine together perfect love cast out fear she loved her husband to the extent that said i will live with you i will die with you people will say it's mad it's a perfect love which is casting out fear i'm just putting that example because he loved him so much, there is no fear even of death. He doesn't even care if you are going to survive good, if you are going to die good. I want to be with you. But if you love is not perfected, you end up only punishing yourself by being worried and curious. <sighs> Worry and fear is punishment. Fear is punishment. When you're afraid of something, punishment. Is that coming? Are they coming? Is it coming? Is that thing coming? You are in fear, and when you are in fear, you are not. You are not in peace. You are stressed. Is it not punishment when you are being stressed? It's punishment. You are punishing your own self. So the Bible said, "A perfect love casts out fear." Hallelujah. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fear has not been perfected in love. And your love for God has not been perfected. That is why you fear. You don't trust Him. You say you love God. You say you trust God. If you trust Him, you will not fear. But you don't trust Him. That is why you are fearing. You don't trust Him. That is why you are running to other remedies. You don't trust Him. That you are running for protection somewhere else against the coronavirus, which you will not get. Hebrew 13, verse 6. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? What can sickness do to me? What can anybody do to me? I can confidently say, if my love is being perfected, then I can confidently say, I can confidently say, He sent out His word. That's Psalm 107.20. He sent out His word and healed them and deliver them from their destruction. God sent every time you are stressed in any situation. God has sent out his words for you to just to believe and he's going to help you. He's going to heal you. He's going to heal you. He's going to deliver you. 
is going to take you out of the problems. It's going to take you out from the devil's problem. It's going to deliver you from this sickness. That's why he's saying that do not be anxious about anything. And it's a great thing. It's a great thing. So far, there are so many scriptures I want to talk, but I'll just end it here today. I just believe and I'm just hoping that you have catch the revelation out of these scriptures. And your faith in God will increase, not decrease. And your fear and any fear will be cast out. But first, before your fear will be cast out, may you perfect in love for God. May your love for God and trust in God be perfected so that fear can be cast out and stop punishing your own self. Let's pray. Father Lord, I thank you for your word. Father Lord, may this word that has been released be beneficial to everyone because your word says that your word does not come out and come back to you void. It has to perform its function. And I believe that it has performed its function. Whoever is listening. I believe that they have catched the revelation and the anointing. And from today, they will not be afraid. From today, their love will be perfected in each and every way. I thank you for their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So as I said, my name is Reverend Victor Siama, and um, thank you for listening to our podcast. As I always say, share with everyone in your contact. What you are hearing, let somebody also hear, so that they will also be blessed by this podcast. I thank you and I bless you for your time. God bless you. May every fear be cast out. And God, the word of God assures you that God is going to heal his land. Bless you and stay blessed. Thank you. Bye-bye.